This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In a pipe, a poor tree, two, one. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of A Genius Brain. Hello. It's an OG cast day today. I'm me, Joe Jitsukawa. And I'm David Slow. And today we have a very interesting topic. So we have a Genius Brain submission box. And then sometimes we just put our hand inside and we pull it out and we say, what question do we have today from one of our genius brain yep. brainers? You pull that shit out like a doctor gave me fucking a baby out of a vagina. You got a what is that hook thing for your That's back? For my back, man. <laughs> my back is fucked up. Ugh. Ever since that stupid fucking car accident. But you've never is. been the same. Yep, never been the same. It is what it is. That was a crazy year, man. We were burning out, working crazy, and at the same time, you had a car accident. It was just I had so two, many. Yeah, like two huge car accidents. Oh my god, suck, man. my life was going to trash. Gained a lot of fucking weight. Was very unhappy. It was it was a rough time, man. But but, but wouldn't you say I would do it all again to be where I'm at today? <laughs> I think I could do without the car accidents, but <laughs> <laughs> other than that, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I mean, all these the, all these things that happen happen for Dude, a reason. Dude, I, I haven't even had. One injury as bad as yours. Well, maybe when I got kicked in ribs, but that was it. Yeah, dude, you're actually pretty uh, brand fucking new, dude. <laughs> I know. I like no sprained ankles. I, no I mean, dislo- I get pain, but then I kind of like let it chill out. Like I have plantar fasciitis and shit. Like it says it's going to take six weeks to heal. What is plantar fascia? Because I had it too before and it just – it hurt when I did like uh, side to side. I didn't really ask what it was. They just said you have it, so just chill. Oh, but like when you wake up in the morning, the, the this, sole area, the muscle area right is here. tight or it feels like needles inside. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. when I was doing um, – it's when I first started training with Nick and I had to do kickboxing. Yeah. I, I got – plantar fasciitis yeah it's very foot heavy a lot of footwork a lot of that stuff you're straining it and then your calves are tight and it's pulling on it yeah and then after i lost a bunch of weight and then um i kind of rested for like a month and it went away yep so that's how it kind of goes that shit was fucking painful though dude yeah because i got it first when i was training for spartan races and doing martial arts so i'll run eight miles and then i'll do kickboxing Mm -hmm. and then so i'm too much on my soles of my foot you know yeah and then same with recently when it came back um you know i've been training like two three hours just like nonstop on my fucking feet like doing some boxing drills and stuff and it came back and i'm like god dang it (laughs) it It happens to everybody though okay so what's the question today oh yeah question uh yeah that's right my bad fuck y'all uh (laughs) got too much into training and shit i guess this guy's name is darso so what's up darso so hey guys i wanted to know how would y'all go from he said how'd y'all go how'd y'all go from introverted to extroverted i've literally been pretty anti-social and i've wanted Slash am starting to change that a bit, but I'm scared of social rejection. Ooh, that's a very good one, dude. Damn, that is good. And you know, some re- new research I heard mm-hmm. is that people that were 
extroverted earlier on in life, once they get older, they tend to become introverted and vice versa. So introverted people earlier on in life, as they get older, they like they start to open up and wanting to go out and it switches. You know, what's interesting for me is people assume that I'm extroverted. I am actually not. I am introverted. You're 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 what? I'm I'm a, I'm I thought a, you were an extrovert. So I did that Myers when oh, I said Myers yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm yeah. an introvert, which oh. makes sense to me because I actually so interesting story. Uh, when I was younger. My dad used to fucking hate me because he hated the fact that I hated confrontation. He also hated the fact that I... <laughs> what do you hate that you didn't hate confrontation? Well, it's because when there would be times for me to speak up what I would want or speak my mind, I would never do it. Oh. And then I would harbor ill feelings towards people oh. or my parents when yeah, yeah. I never would state how I felt. I see. Right. Um, number two, I would... I, would so, I was so fucking timid that I couldn't order food mm. like i could not order food because i was it, it might have been fear of social rejection or whatever at at the small minute possibility that i will fuck up an order it, that's how things would work in my head so let me yeah. just break this down it, it would it would kind of work like this where it, let's say i went to a vietnamese restaurant right and uh, i don't know how to pronounce something i but i wanted to get that thing to eat i wouldn't order it just because i'd be afraid of being embarrassed. how old were you this is I, I don't like know, in like, high school like 12 oh. 13 so you wanted that food, but you were too scared. Too scared to ask for it. Yeah. So I'd be too scared oh, to ask wow. for it because I don't know what it is or I don't know what it's called. I wouldn't go out the way and be like, hey, what is this? Damn. I wouldn't do that type of stuff, right? And I just didn't like just putting myself out there. So being introverted was uh, uh, my my go-to. Yeah. I am still introverted till this day. If you guys notice, like even I do have a lot of friends, I guess, quote unquote, but my close friends are really just you guys. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who else yeah. do I kick it with as much as you guys? Nobody. And you don't make new friends, but I, you have a lot of friends. Exactly. But they're like childhood friends. Exactly. Oh, because so, I'm constantly making new friends. Exactly. Oh. You're, you're the exact opposite of me. And even when I go to these social situations. Yeah. My first initial thing is to just get on my phone, stay in a corner, and have not people talk to me. I don't feel weird about that either. I don't feel weird about being in a corner by myself and having nobody talk to me. Mm. I actually prefer that. It, it doesn't make me feel too awkward anymore. But when I – like for example, if I have to go to these like social events where I have to socialize, I put on this face. Mm-hmm. It's something that I had to develop. It's something that my dad beat out of me. <laughs> he, <laughs> he beat the socializing into he you. He beat the socializing into me. He goes, you stop being a fucking weirdo yeah. and learn how to play this a little better, yeah. right? So before I go to these social events or meetings, I literally put on my game face. My manager has literally seen me do this before. He's seen me go in and he's seen my introverted self and he didn't like it. And yeah. I was like, oh, is this a game that I have to play with a lot of these executives? Not a game per se because it's still an extension of who I am. Yeah. But I just have have to be vulnerable and open that side up to people who I normally wouldn't off the jump. So I would go in and then after sometimes when I'm at these meetings and these are people that I don't like, which 99% of the people that I have meetings with, I fucking love, but I'll come out and Abe goes, uh, you went from smiling to nothing. He goes, what happened? He goes, 
And I was like, I, I fucking didn't like those people. And he's like, how did you do that? He goes, you could never do that before. It's like, well, because I learned how to play it better. I, I've learned to practice this. I had, oh. to, I had to practice it very fucking well because it was, it, it was something that was hindering my life. Yeah. Right. For me, for me, something as stupid as not to be able to order fucking food because I, I had social anxiety is yeah. dumb. Yeah. It's, and when you look at the grand scheme of things, yeah. it's fucking stupid. That's true. You know what I mean? And that eventually started up to me doing, going, doing stand-up. Yeah. Uh, joining Challenging choir. yourself. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even want to join choir when I was a kid because I was afraid of people calling me a faggot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that was the hot word back in the day. Yeah. But then after a while, I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to join choir. Because that's what you want to do. You want to sing. You want to get, yeah. Yeah. So because what I hear from this email is that you have a desire to want to socialize. Yeah. Because a true introvert is like, they don't care. Yeah. So the word, okay. So I think that in common terms too, like, there, the, we frequently confuse introvert, extrovert with shy or outgoing. Yeah. But that's not the real definition. The mm. real definition is introverts get overwhelmed by human energy. Yeah. While extroverts thrive under human energy. Mm-hmm. And then the opposite happens. Like extroverts, um, when you, when you, when you're kind of too isolated, you get cabin fever really fast. Yeah. Or when you're around just one energy, you start to get really sick of that one energy. Yeah. Um, versus, I think introverts, they want quality time with a very few number of people. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's just the way that we recharge. Mm-hmm. So I think when people see someone that's outgoing and, and talking, it's very easy to confuse them as, as an extrovert. Like you, like I was, I thought you were an extrovert, but it, it, it is confusing because it's like, yeah. You you seem like you're thriving with this energy, but what I realized is I never seen you that much with new people or in an environment with new people. Yeah. I've only seen you with childhood friends, us. So when in and when we go to events, it's people that we already know. Yeah, because even sometimes too, I have to catch myself. Um, like if let's say we're, I don't know if I'm training with a bunch of people and there's like a few people I don't know. <laughs> Nick says he goes, dude, you look like you want to fuck them up, dude. Really? Yeah. He goes, you look like you want to beat the fucking brakes off of <laughs> oh, them. Oh man. And it's not so that I want to beat the brakes off of them, it's just I don't care about them. Yeah. It's like, so when we spar, they, they don't exist. They don't exist yeah, to yeah. me. Yeah, you so have your like, own oh. world. So when we yeah. spar, if you hit me hard, I'm gonna crack you as hard as I can. You know? So it's like I don't have that feeling of I care about you. Yeah. So like I don't yeah, because I feel when I go into these social settings and it's a big group of people, I'm it's fun in the moment, but afterwards I'm fucking drained, dude. Damn. I'm exhausted. I feel like that's how I get my energy. And I'm like, let's fucking go. You yeah. Know? That's why I wasn't sure if like even sometimes like, am I good at am I supposed to be a stand-up comic? Because it's it's literally new energy every time. Yeah. You know, and it's exhausting for me. So after I do like two or three shows back to back, I'm fucking exhausted. Oh. But comics, they I think they're extroverts because they thrive on that shit they thrive mm, on that new maybe. interaction with people making people laugh that's and true i i don't really have that thing i just like to connect with people that i've that i've developed a certain relationship with you yeah know? this podcast is brought to you by purple now my friends my whole life i have been betrayed betrayed i said i said betrayed by my own bed the person that i leaned on every night laid on in fact well purple has changed my life. Number one, there's a few things about me that you guys should know. I sweats a lot in my sleep. 
I'm a very, very hot man. I run hot all the time. Purple keeps me cool at night with its rocket science technology, my friends. That's right. Rocket science developed the technology behind the Purple mattress. It's firm and soft at the same time. It's something that you guys have not experienced yet if you do not own a Purple mattress. And because of Purple mattress, uh, I realized how important sleep is in my life and how much I needed it because I have been sleeping like a baby ever since I've had a Purple mattress. Now, check this out, man. There's a 100-night risk free trial. If you're not fully satisfied, you can return your mattress for a full refund. That's insane. And it's also backed by a 10-year warranty. Yes, my friends, you're going to love Purple. And right now, my listeners will get a free Purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great free gifts they're already offering site-wide. Just text BRAIN to 84-888. The only way to get this free pillow is to text BRAIN to 84-888. That's B-R-A-I-N to 84-888. Damn, that, that's a good observation. Yeah, I mean, I think it all depends, right? Like, in this kid's situation, maybe he's just shy, but inside he's actually an extrovert and he loves this stuff. Because mm. I feel like people don't know who they really are. And if they're desiring something, you know, if they desire human contact and all those things, he might be a closet extrovert. Oh, you know what? That's yeah, I, I kind of see that, yeah. too. I think. Mm, that makes sense because what you said earlier was that introverts are probably happy being not around people. Yeah, they don't they don't have the desire to go, I need to fucking do this. Yeah. It's more like, well, because in your situation, it's like, I want to sing, but to sing, I have to be on stage. Yeah. I want to do comedy because I think it's funny and I want to challenge myself, but I have to be on stage and do it, right? Yeah. So it's different. And and um, it's funny because uh, that's what my dad said. He was like, I should have chose a different career, um, you know, like, because I love music. Mm -hmm. I love to create and compose, but I hate performing. I'm terrified. And he's like, and over the years, it never gets easier. It still drains me. It's still scary. I still feel the same like butterflies. So the real thing about this thing is it's not that you need to figure out how to become an introvert to an extrovert. You got to learn how to not be socially awkward. Yeah. That's, that's the thing that you really need help with. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, and you know what? There's a lot of people on this earth though, to be honest with you, that are socially awkward and they don't even know that they're fucking socially awkward. Yeah. They just, they don't fucking know. And they're, they're out not there. They're not self-aware at all, yeah. man. There are certain fans that I fucking meet that number one, thank you for supporting me. And you're really dope, but the social awkward level is really, really fucking Remember high. when we got stopped right here at uh, Glendale? Oh, In the middle of us talking to this group of fans that wanted to take a picture, another group saw us. And in the middle of that, while we're taking a picture, like we're posing, right? They step in the middle yeah. and go, hey, can we take a picture with you? And then they are handing the camera to their – I'm like, we're taking – what are you doing? <laughs> like you just push these other human beings aside, man. Dude, when we were at Ascend Foods, there was a guy who – Tim was talking to a family and a little kid. And the guy literally steps in front of the child. He goes, yo, can I get a picture since they're taking so long? It's like, 
bro. Whoa. It's a fucking like seven year old kid. What's wrong with you, like, man? Hey, kid, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yo, come on, bro. Damn. Like you're 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 socially fucked right now. Like, how do you not know in this situation that number one, that's disrespectful, and number two, that's very fucking rude. What's wrong with you, man? It's like a cocktail of socially awkward and nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're already fucking dumb to begin with, <laughs> and then and then you bring the you bring the fucking I'm so nervous. I don't know what I'm gonna do. And then yeah. they just do they act you know a lot of that social anxiety and being socially awkward though does come from overthinking a lot of situations um specifically when you meet somebody you're you're always looking at the negative Mm -hmm. and you're thinking about what is going to happen when i fall on my fucking face yeah and the reality of the situation is is that sometimes when you have these conversations you're not going to know what to say and you know things will get awkward here and there but you have to be willing to take those chances and you're not going to learn how to navigate through a conversation unless you actually try and do it it's everything in life that i'm really finding out specifically because it's just muay thai yeah it's it's all about the fucking reps baby it's about repetition 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 yeah, I just watched this TED talk about this guy. Um, he's he's from China, and uh, he decided to do 100 days of rejection. And one of his videos went viral. But he's recording his experiences, right? And he'll he's kind of funny. He'll ask for like weird things. Like he went to um uh fucking Krispy Kreme, and he asked for the donuts mm-hmm. to be like in a ring, like the Olympics. Yeah, and then they actually did that for him. And um, he went up to a security guard at his company and he asked him if he could borrow a hundred bucks. And like he would obviously get no, but it was just a hundred days of like just doing different things and getting rejected on purpose. So he would ask for ludicrous shit because he couldn't get over this hump of fear of rejection, fear of failure. And like he was once an entrepreneur, but failed because um, he had opportunity, but he had so many fears that he wasn't making any moves. And so he realized like, you know, maybe I just got to go out there and get rejected until rejection's not scary anymore. You have to fail and adjust. Yeah. That's that's the hard part, right? So there's another part to these. Uh, sometimes when we give these these this advice, people only take the small part of it and they don't take the full scope of things, right? So mm-hmm. after you fail at things, you 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 learn from your experiences, then you make adjustments, right? You yeah. can't keep on tackling things the same way over and over and over again. Like if you put yourself out there and you had a let's say let's say this social anxiety awkwardness comes from you wanting to date somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you approach somebody. I know a couple of YouTubers right now, two biggest losers I've ever met in my life. Uh, the way they approach women, they they first what they do is they ask them if they know if they if they uh, if they've seen them on YouTube, right? And they they give them their phone and they go check look at, out. Look at all my videos. I'm viral, bitch. Yeah, look at my look at, look at look at my videos. This is who I am, and they get rejected all the time. Oh my god! And they haven't figured out that that doesn't fucking work. You oh fucking losers, god. right? The two fucking biggest. Lo- and then when they get rejected, they go oh. They they literally I've by the way this is a story that I'm telling you I'm not gonna say the fucking names but I've heard of this story because my friend was actually hit on by one of them oh no right and they said the most disrespectful thing I, to her I think I think I know the same oh, yeah we, we know who these guys are and so they come up and they meet her at a bar right and by the way my friend is super fucking cute she's adorable yeah beautiful woman she said that she's sitting there and mind you she's fucking sweet she's dope. And she's at the bar. They come up. He goes, this is the lie that they use. They go, I couldn't help but notice your swag from a distance. And I had to just come up and talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. 
Yeah, that was the opening. Who fucking, says swag anymore? I don't fucking know. And then yo, you know, girl, your swag was so. That was the line ver- magnetic. That was the line verbatim. That's how much she was creeped Holy out. Holy fuck! Dude. And then, that would creep me out as a girl. And then he goes, "Yo, have you heard of us on YouTube?" And she goes, "No, not really." Right? And she goes, "I haven't heard of you on YouTube, whatever." Right now, but she kind of knew who they were. But right off the jump, it was already a terrible line, right? And he's like, "Yo, this is who I am, blah blah. blah. You should check us out. This is like, I got. Oh, maybe you've heard of this video. It has like X amount of millions of views. So that's how they're trying to impress women by showing wow. how dope they are. That's the, you might that's as like well. a fucking oil like rich billionaire. That's like, do you want fucking Louis Vuitton? I buy you back. Yeah, this is my Lamborghini yeah. outside. You know, that's you basically- see this? I have five car. You want?" Exactly. Come inside, drive with me. But the, <laughs> talk. That's the same kind of shit. But the difference is he actually has a lot of money. That's true. You know what I mean? He actually has the stuff to offer. And Damn. then afterwards, she rejects him and he goes, why? It's because you don't like Asian guys or what? Wow. The fucking disrespect. The disrespect. And number one, you don't. You don't put it on Asian people to why you're socially awkward. Yeah, and you just you don't might know, be ugly. Yeah, you might be fucking ugly. And you also don't know how to speak to women, dude. Wow. You fucking disrespectful cunt. That is fucking crazy. Yeah, so, you know, that's the type of, you know, there's that type of socially awkward too, right? Yeah. And if you're socially awkward, by the way, no amount of fucking money, no amount of how ugly you are is going to surpass the fact that you don't know how to be around people. Yeah. Like you will find yourself being rejected constantly because you don't know how to talk to human beings it's a skill that you have to develop and in these people's cases too and i'm not even fishing for these fucking stories people dislike these guys so much they they come they tell us these stories about (laughs) hey have you heard of these guys they're fucking assholes and i'm like i why are people telling me this shit and and straight up dude like this is how they treat people yeah and so they haven't learned and i keep hearing the same stories about how they approach women and how they talk to them and it's they haven't Damn. learned. So that's another type of social awkwardness that you have to really learn from, because if you keep yeah. doing the same tactic and you keep blaming everybody else for the reason why women won't talk to you. And and, and for these guys cases, too, they're very successful people online <laughs> and they still can't get women to talk to them. You know, that's, that's got to be really bad. I know it fucking sucks. So if take- you're already if you're already viral and it's like, come on, man, like there's guys with shit beater cars and no money. And they they're playing women and women are paying for them. Exactly. And I mean, that's not great and all, but I'm just saying like there's losers out there that can date multiple beautiful women. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure you're not a, a big of a loser as these dudes. So um, if, if you are, if you do feel like you're socially awkward, just number one, assess the situation, understand what you want out of a conversation. And, you know, if it takes time for you to just be prepared with certain topics that you want to speak about. Yeah. Then. It then start with that. I, that's what I would do, right? So if I know that I'm going to go into the social Especially situation. Especially because you were in your head a lot as a kid. Oh, right? a lot. So um, you could probably relate. What, like, what, would, what would be the things that you would do to prepare? So um, one of the things that I did was it, I had to change my mentality first. I had to go. Before we even get into the specificities of uh, specific actions that you should do outside of just working on yourself, the first thing I did was I told myself to shut the fuck up because I would prevent myself from talking to people simply because I was too scared. So, so I you sh- over worry, over worried, oh. shut that shit down first. Right. Um, after I shut that shit down, I went out and I put myself out there. I failed a lot. Damn. I fucking failed. I was stuttering. I got super fucking nervous. Like even ordering the food. I remember um, this time I had to order. I wanted French fries at McDonald's. I was like super fucking young. And I went up there and I was stuttering. And I was super quiet. 
Mm. And I remember this because the person couldn't hear what I was saying. And they're like, sweetie, I can't hear what you're saying. And I, and I just froze and I didn't say anything. Oh. <laughs> and then my grandma, who doesn't even speak English, came up and then she fucking ordered for me. Right. Wow. And, and as a kid, I remember that. You, and I, You had stage fright. I stage fright. And I remember I, Shit. Uh, a couple years after that, when I got older, I had to be like 13 or 14. I looked back at that time and I was like, how sorry are you as a human being that your grandmother, who doesn't even speak English, had to order food for you? Wow. She doesn't even have social anxiety and she can't speak the fucking language and so i had to take myself out of the situation and say it's really not that big of a fucking deal bro it's not that big of a deal and then when i started getting into these circles and i started having conversations with people i got rejected a lot like people just didn't like who i was and i had to learn how to be okay with the fact that there's just some people that aren't going to vibe with me yeah but if i continually put myself out there eventually i'm going to find people that fuck with me Mm -hmm. right and i did it was like, oh, there was nothing wrong with me in the first yeah. place. It was that we just didn't match. That's yeah. all. They just come from a different world, yeah, different it. thinking, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, I went through that phase in high school where I tried to be something that I wasn't. I tried to be you a experiment. fucking. Experiment. You know, I tried to be an anime nerd. I wanted to be a thug. I wanted to be everything. So yeah. I wanted to be a part of all these groups. But then I later found out that I was just wasn't being myself mm-hmm. and that I kept on trying to adapt to what other people wanted. So I kind of, def- it kind of. I kind of got lost in all this shit. So now that I've learned to become quote unquote extroverted, I started doing this thing where I was emulating other people mm-hmm. instead of being who I was. Mm. So first things first, tell yourself to shut the fuck up, put yourself out there, make those mistakes, get rejected, and then understand that that's just a learning process to figure out who you are and what yeah. you want. And I would and I would tell um, anyone that mistakes are fun. Like it's it's literally really – it's the only thing you're risking is really your – pride or whatever and it's just really temporary yeah there's nothing real like there's no real threat like it's it's more to me it's scarier like before and thinking about it than actually like when it's happening yeah and people will be like well you're extroverted joe and they're like well i still get shy i still get nervous i still know those feelings but i guess Maybe I've overcome them really fast because I just jump into it because I don't like that feeling of like, oh, what if I just like, ah, fuck it. I'm the kind of guy that just jumps and I don't care what happens because I don't know. Like, I know that the feeling of anxiety and nervousness is worse than just diving in and letting it fucking happen. And I'd rather just make that mistake. Yeah. Because it's too crazy for me. Like, especially if you spend hours of your time just in that state of nervousness, ugh, that shit, that's ugh. a nasty feeling. This podcast is brought to you by Vista Print. Now, people out there, you guys know, I own my own businesses. I'm talking about from food ventures to even this podcast. And when I go to these mixers and I'm trying to make connections with people and I really do need people to understand that, number one, I mean serious business. And number two, I need them to get my contact. I use business cards. Now, the cool thing about Vistaprint is they create amazing business cards. I'm talking about customized, uh, a lot of different color choices. We got templates. We got everything going on with Vistaprint. And business cards, for me anyways, has always been something that I've kept in the back of my pocket when I do these mixers because um, whenever I need someone to get my information immediately, I got business cards ready to go. Now... With these cards, you can choose whatever style, finish, shape, or paper you like and get free shipping. And because you can pick the colors, fonts, designs, and images, it means you can create something as unique and compelling as your business. So Vistaprint wants you to be able to own the now in any situation, So, which is why our listeners will get free shipping on all business cards, any style, 
any quantity. Just go to vistaprint.com and enter promo code BRAIN for free shipping on all business cards, any style, any quantity. Limited time offer. Own the now at vistaprint.com, promo code BRAIN. You support our show when you support our sponsors. It sucks too, and I think that when we get into those spots, it feels like it's going to be forever. And it's, yeah, everything always feels like in a fucking eternity. It's like when you get into, if you've ever been to a car crash, like um, when something happens and your car's spinning out of control, that those two seconds feel like 10,000 hours. That's true. And that's what social anxiety feels like for people who don't have it is that when you have a conversation and you're, and you put yourself out there and the moment the conversation goes wrong, you start to feel like your whole body is about to crumble. Like your whole existence is crumbling. And that's all you can focus on is like, kick yourself out of this conversation. Things are getting awkward. Why are, why are things getting awkward? This is very weird. You're stupid. You're stupid. And you start, you start to beat yourself up Mm -hmm. while you're in the moment. And that's the hard part that you're going to have to get out of, you know? Because it's, it's, it's all temporary, dude. Yeah. All that's just temporary. And even here's the bigger picture too. So let's say, in fact, you made an ass out of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And it's somebody you don't know. You don't ever have to see that person again. Yeah. If you don't want to, right? What's going to fucking happen? I don't know. Life is short, dude. People forget People forget you in an instant, man. Yeah. If famous people get forgotten when they've done amazing things, what do you think is going to happen with you? People will forget about you. That's true. Just keep going. Just keep keep moving on. One, one thing I did to get over, because I'm, I feel like I was always okay in groups or like meeting new people or whatever. But um, the big thing for me was talking to women. Like growing up, I think oh. like that was scary. Like I remember asking this one girl for my for her number, and I didn't even prep. And then I was like, "Oh crap, she was gonna give it to me," but my dumbass didn't have a pen or anything. So then her, I, I ran up and I asked everybody for a pen and I gave it to her. And then her friend was standing there like, yo, are you nervous? And then like, I'm like, no. And then I got this pen and I gave it to her. And then she was like, where's the paper? And I'm like, oh shit, I don't have the fucking paper, right? <laughs> I know what you mean, dude. Yeah. And then, I was, and then she's like, write it on your fucking hand. And I was like, oh, okay. And I fucking did it. And I was like, make it big so it doesn't wipe off. And then she wrote her number and then my hand was shaking. She's like, oh my God, you're shaking. That's so cute. And I was so fucking embarrassed, man. Yeah. But I got her number and we talked like every single day. And I'm so glad that I went for it because I would see her like walking around high school like all the fucking time. And I'm like, man, I want her so bad. Yeah. We never ended up getting together. But I think that 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 really got me to feel like, man, I don't want to be nervous around women because like it makes me feel like so stupid. And it's a bad first impression. Yeah. So what I did was um, I just started talking to women I was attracted to, but places where they had to talk to me, Mm. like at the mall, like if they're working at Foot Locker or whatever or anywhere, I'm just like, she's a cute girl. Like I would, I wouldn't do the whole pickup guy thing because that was just a little too weird for me. But you want to show them your YouTube? No, like I would just be like, hey, man, this is who I am. Have you heard of Just Kidding Films? You should do some research on me first because I'm going to let you know how awesome I am. Well, we try. Well, in high school, we would go to the mall and do that whole thing where you try to talk to girls and stuff that are your age or whatever. Right. But then like over the years, I just want I just I just wanted to get better at conversation and just like having small talk and not being so nervous because this person was attractive. Yeah. So I talked to men, women, like everyone. And then when it came down to a hot girl, I was just like, oh, shit. 
But then I would just talk to them and I'm like, well, you know what? I'm not trying to get with them. I'm not trying to like be with them. I'm just trying to like talk mm -hmm. about nothing. And I realized that the only reason why I was so nervous is because half, half of the time I'm just thinking about fucking them yeah. and, if, and if I'm going to get that. So like your mind's not in the right place because you're already like, if you don't get it, then it's already a loss in your head. So you're nervous of the loss. Yeah. But if you think about it as just like, oh, I just want to exchange a sentence with this person. Yeah. And then cool. Like, oh, I made her smile. Cool. Whatever. We just, and then after, after that, it just doesn't even matter how hot they are. You just talk to them like whatever. You know what the best, I think the, the best thing that I ever did that actually kind of helps me out as an adult now, especially when it comes to talking to women. Oh, not that it matters anymore. I'm Mariel, but <laughs> is that, um, I learned to talk to women like you don't want anything from them. Yeah. Girls are are very intuitive people. Like, like they, they know you're fucking you're th you're fucking thirsty ass bitch. Yeah, like they <laughs> they can they can fucking sense that. And when your motivation for to talk to a girl is simply because you just want to fuck them, girls can sense that shit, right? And if something does develop, like I think for me too, like uh, it's now it's developed into the point now where I can literally come up to a girl that I've had a conversation mm -hmm. with. I could look at them straight in the fucking eye and say, "You're very beautiful." Yeah, but that's just it. There's yeah. no. See you later. Yeah, there's yeah, there's <laughs> no it. like there's no like hey you girl you fucking fine like there's none of that. I, it's more, I I just I just have to let you know that your swag was so <laughs> your oh, swag was just oh it gives me goosebumps irresistible girl yeah, ooh like, ooh <laughs> damn it's like that situation right it's it's disgusting like I could literally look at look at a girl that I just <laughs> met. <laughs> <Talk>. <laughs> I'm going to use that one day. <laughs> Bro, if it works for you, just let me know, man. <laughs> but uh, uh, <laughs> in those situations, like, I could look at a girl and say, wow, you're very, you're very beautiful. And just leave it at that. And it's just because that's how I feel. That's man. what I see. And that's what it is. I could do the same for a dude. It's like, man, you are a handsome looking fucking guy. Yeah. But there's no weirdness to it. You, you don't have that, like, I'm trying to fuck everything energy. Yeah. Right? Or, like, I'm so desperate. I need to stick my fucking dick in somebody because I'm a virgin energy. Like that's mm -hmm. just weird shit energy. And I, I think I wish I knew this younger too because I think I'd be like way better with relationships and women and stuff like that if I understood energy and myself. Yeah. And a lot of people just don't get that. Yeah. They're or especially guys. Guys are too fucking logical. Everything's mm -hmm. like robotic, right? Like what might help is like sports. Yeah. Or doing music or doing art, but yeah. focusing on how you feel. Because if you're nervous and anxious, she'll sense that. Yeah. Not just women, but like in a group. Like if you want more confidence at the workplace, if you're hanging out with your friends, you want to be heard. Like you got to have, you got to check your energy and what you're projecting out there. Yeah. 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 And that's, I, mean, I guess it's easier said, and, said than done for most people, but- you know, you're not going to know unless you fucking try, man. Repetition. Rep-a-fucking-tition, And man. we made plenty of mistakes. I was uh, watching this one podcast with, you know, Dan Bilzerian? Yep. He was on, he was, he was being interviewed. And then they're like, how do you do it? Like, how do you talk to all these girls? How do you, whatever? And he goes, oh, I stopped chasing women. So his whole thing was like, he was once that person that was super nervous around girls right oh, so yeah. he started just he said every time i saw a super hot girl i would just start a conversation mm -hmm. and he's like and he's like a thousand times out of a thousand he's like i'm pretty much getting rejected 
but he's like at the grocery store at whatever at the club we're just talking and talking and talking and then he goes and after a while like i feel comfortable talking to everyone right yeah and then so he doesn't have the thirst energy and then he says that when he started just partying and having fun and just attracting fun he attracted people that want to have fun and then he would take all these cool photos with all these hot models and that's when it really started to go high for him because all these other he's like there there's something crazy with hot women like if hot women see other hot women with you they all want a piece <laughs> so it makes you hotter yeah and he says i don't even fucking do anything they just all want to be in my photos and all the parties i i i remember somebody telling me that dan bilzerian um, they go, oh, how much do you pay these girls? He says, like, I don't fucking pay them. Yeah. Cr-? He's like, are you crazy? He goes, I he only want to be around women if they truly want to be around me. Yeah. He goes, I'm not going to pay anybody any money to do that stuff. And a lot of them are his girlfriends. Yeah. So the way he's he said it is like, he's like, well, in our relationships, it's all about honesty. And he's like, we'll probably be with each other for like three months at a time. But he's like, um, it's okay if they have boyfriends or whatever. And yeah. he's like. Maybe in the L.A. fake world that they're in, that's very refreshing because he'll tell them like, yeah, I slept with this many people this week. Complete honesty, a thousand percent. So then when the girls hear that, they're like, what? Because everyone's got like side lovers and fake lovers and everyone's cheating in, mm-hmm. in, in that world, you know. And then he says that's how he he's dating them. And uh, that's the, that's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's true, though, because. um I think this is like a Hollywood thing that maybe a lot of people don't really believe. Yeah. And I could say this and you probably won't believe it until you're a part of this this realm. But it's almost more common that people cheat than they don't. And Oh um, yeah. Having a stable relationship is like weird. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 weird. Like I'll have a conversation with a couple of dudes and they're just like, yo, so like so who were you fucking around with when you were touring? And I'm like, Nobody. I'm like, what you mean? They're like, nobody. Yeah. What you mean nobody? And it's like Bro, like the fuck, like you get like pussy thrown at you. Why don't you just you know take one down, as they would say? And I'm like, oh, so this is the common thing. I'm yeah. the I'm the outsider. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, I didn't know that. And that's not me putting judgment on them because if that's a mutual agreement that they have with their partners, then that's that's what it is. But yeah. for me, I guess, or for all of us, it's like, oh, that's not the norm. Yeah, it's that's not, not the norm. Like it almost makes me feel like I'm the one being dumb. Like I'm not taking this opportunity or some shit. It's like this it just is, feels this is weird. weird. Yeah, it feels very weird. It's, I, it's, it's either I'm single and I'm just having fun and I'm fucking around or I'm with someone and like my dick belongs to one. Yeah. <laughs> I got one Gina, dude. It's too much to think about anyways. Like if, you know, like, I don't know, man. I, it's like if I'm in relationship mode, like my mind is just more serious. Yeah. And, and it feels like everyone's a waste of time. I kind of want to, would love to bring somebody on this podcast that is somebody who has a stable person and then they have a bunch of side chicks, right? Like if they have an open relationship with that person, like what that's like and what it feels like. Because for me, how I see it as is a big headache because it's hard to deal with one person's emotion. Having to deal with multiple people's emotions is fucking difficult. Well, I think if everyone understands the arrangement, like let's say the side people, if they know they're just for fun, then I think that's fine because- That's kind of cool, right? If you think about it, like you have your you have your partner and your partner's fine with you. Um, it's almost like watching porn because mm. it's just a sexual thing like or or just a person that's also a friend that you might fuck from time to time. But you're not necessarily romantically close with them. Tug, I, 
speaking of. But I think there's always feelings that get caught. So that's what's weird to me. I saw this episode of um, uh, this Playboy's Swingers or something. This was fucking a couple years ago or something. I forgot when this shit came out, but it was when I was like surfing through porn and shit. And uh, um, I was looking up like I think it, it spurred from a conversation that we had on JK News. <laughs> One we of my porno explanations. I think we were talking about what what if porn had just better storylines. Yeah. And like real production. Yeah. And so Playboy does like real TV shows. And mm. this was a reality TV show about people who swing. And the one episode that I clicked on was <laughs> fucking hilarious. It was a, it was an episode where this girl had fantasy of fucking other men, right? So they swing. But this other dude, arguably very unattractive and very fucking nervous. And it first started off as them swinging together. They were fucking around. And this girl's getting fucked by this big old black dude. And she's <laughs> loving it, right? And the other dude is supposed to be fucked by the other girls too, right? But is he in the room with He's her? in the room. So, so it's th- an orgy. It's an orgy. But I think the other two girls that were there didn't really find him attractive, so they left. So it was just him in the room watching his wife getting fucked. Oh. And then, <laughs> so he didn't get his dick sucked or anything. And then afterwards, they have a talking head interview, and he's just like, yeah, I, I felt a little weird. <laughs> so he's just basically watching this guy fuck his wife, and it's not an orgy anymore. Exactly. It's so just a, what do you call it, like a cuckold, cuck, yeah. a cuckold situation? And I don't think that's what the guy signed up for. I was fucking cracking up i was like dude this is a funny fucking show but then i saw a couple other episodes and most of them aren't like that most of the time it's just like fucking but took a fucking different turn yeah but that episode was probably their only good episode because it was this guy just sitting there (laughs) super fucking awkward because other times like i watched another episode where it you know the guy was watching his wife get fucked but he liked that shit you could tell he's enjoying it Mm -hmm. but this motherfucker looked like he was in anguish <laughs> I was like, dog, this That's is so most, sad. The saddest fucking thing I've ever seen in my oh life. Oh my god. Yeah, but Playboy, I don't know what it's called. Maybe somebody could write in the comments. It's like swing, swing, swingers I wonder club if this, or Playboy still going club. on because I know Hugh uh, Hef died. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so I don't know who's like running that shit. And I don't know. I feel like Playboy's ma- lost its magic. Like it used to be mm. like, ooh, Playboy. Now I'm just like, eh. well, well, remember back in the day or a few years back, they were going to do editorial without nudes they're like yeah that was weird yeah they said we're gonna step away from that we want to be real content i'm like shut the fuck up what do you mean real content and, um, show they me went, some titties they went through some controversy too because they were posting up a gay dude oh really yeah because i don't know i i don't know who took over the playboy uh like brand and instagram and all that but yeah they they were posting like a gay guy in lingerie and then everyone was like yo that's not what they signed up for yeah, we're straight men. Yeah. Like, we want to see women. Yeah, that I mean, that. well, first of all, that doesn't make any sense. Um, not on a political standpoint, but it's called Playboy, so it's for men to watch women, like heterosexual. You, yeah. And they also have Playgirl for women to exactly. watch men. So why would you put that in the thing? I don't know. I really don't know why they did that. Because, well... They were they were arguing that like um, Hef always was a LGBTQ like kind of supporter. Then start the LGBTQ version of your Playboy exactly. magazine, like you did so, for the women. So so they were saying like because Hef was always like protecting gay rights and all that stuff, um, they wanted to celebrate it with a with a gay model for Playboy. But then a lot of people were like, "But okay, we get that." But we're not getting subscribing and, and and we're not, you know, viewing all these photos 
to look at men. That's like signing up for a fucking butcher box and saying, I like vegetables. And then you get a, exactly. bo- and then you get a box full of vegetables. It's like, that, what the fuck? That's not what I subscribe. That's great. I love vegetables too. But I'm trying to buy meat here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but it, to me, I was like, that's kind of fucking weird. And then like, um, I mean, not the gay model part being weird, but it's just like, oh, they're straight men. Well, that's just everybody trying to hi- hop on that train of everything is based on money. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. You know, when you when you look at companies too, or what people have to realize that I realized later on, just because you know we're in this business, is that these media companies, they're not doing things to make a political standpoint. They're not doing things to just be like, hey, uh, this is what I truly stand for. Uh, you know, to a certain extent, yes. But they're the other part it of it is because it's profitable. Yeah. If it wasn't profitable, do you think that that as an editorial magazine would have done that? Yeah. And they wouldn't have, right? Because it would have just been, you know, too hot for TV or too hot yeah. to touch, right? And they would leave it alone. And some of this stuff makes me wonder, though, because, like, the gay community is actually a very small percentage of the population. Yeah. So when things like, um, I don't know, like when Rotten Tomatoes is overly left-leaning and gay rights and then, like, they kind of manipulate it and you know how the whole Dave Chappelle thing is, mm-hmm. like, zero percent. It's because the people that are that are doing the voting and shit, right? Yeah. Or the I, people that are putting in the submissions and the critics. Well, we all know just from being on this space that uh, people who are angry speak louder than people who are happy. Because when you're happy, you have nothing to really talk oh. about. But then when people who are upset, they're going to be very vocal about it because they have something to say. When everything in your life is going right and you are in a, an accepted group, what's there, what's there really to talk about, right? Yeah. It's like talking about white bread all day. Who the fuck cares? It's fucking white bread. Yeah. But when when you are upset about something and you have a platform to that, that'll get attention, of course, they're going to mm. get louder. That's like the same thing with YouTube comments. People who are inherently just angry people. Incels? <laughs> yeah. They're going to be the first ones to write stuff and start shit up. Not to say that's what the LGBT community is. I'm just giving the example of oh, when, when you're upset. The loudest minority. The, the loudest angriest mi- minority. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're going to be the one that's going to be heard the most. Yeah. So, yeah. That's pretty crazy, man. Yeah. When we, when we, when that was, I think that was for us too, was like the, uh, the hardest thing for us to do when I, when I started doing YouTube was to really filter out bad comments and to understand that some people just say things just to say things. Mm-hmm. And that when you, it's okay to respond. That's the thing I don't understand when people go, you be the bigger person, David. Don't No, This is my house. I will fucking respond when the fuck I want. <laughs> I will do it. When, that's the weird thing. They go, be the bigger person. I don't want to be. And it's gonna. How make, is that the bigger person? I don't know, but it's how I see it is this: when you come on Instagram, Twitter, or my YouTube page, guess what? Take off your shoes. You in an Asian household, bitch. Yeah. And it's my rules, so I yeah. can choose to respond back. And it's not like I'm giving. And I will say this: I have been more active about responding to positive comments than negative comments now. Yeah. Which you guys were right that why should I give attention to people who hate me yeah. when people who are adamant about supporting me they don't get your attention they they deserve that type of attention too however when they come shit in my household they pull their pants down and they lay a dookie right in the middle of the floor I'm gonna grab their face and shove it in it well what if they're just doing that to get your attention because they know that that's gonna get you sometimes they do that though they go man dude I just wanted you to respond back to me yeah fuck like you stupid son of a bitch you got my ass they're just fucking joking around yeah some of them they just uh, like this one Korean guy. I actually have it saved on my phone. Oh, that fucking dumbass that said that you're uh Yeah, he goes, dis- disgrace to Korean people. What is go- what is it gonna happen? It's like a when uh when uh, you have a this is what he said, like you have a child and he comes up, oh, Daddy, why are you curse so much? 
Betty, why you cursing so much? He made the video? Uh, no, or this comments. is him comment, but it's oh. like in Korean fob too. Why you cursing so much, Daddy? I used to be used to be my hero, sir. But why you know? Why you cursing so much? Huh? I love how he imagined that whole scenario down for you. He wrote a whole scenario oh about me being God. a father, and then I looked up his YouTube. It's him in his office. It's just him sitting at his office, going, "So this is my office. Oh, this is where I work, and uh, this is my pen." I this like is a, my pen. <laughs> I like a ballpoint pen because it's a smooth on a piece of paper. <laughs> it's just this guy. Well, you fucking loser. He's like trying to be he's like, kids, don't follow this man. He's an evil man. I'm like, bro, you need to just die. Another point. literal fucker. Yeah. He probably doesn't know. He's another literal fucker, bro. We should we should come up a word for, for these people. Yeah. Literal fuckers are pretty good. Yeah. These literal fuckers are yeah. so weird, man. And it's so weird that he would come onto a space to write this whole diatribe about morality. Crazy a, people. Crazy, yeah. angry people. They're the, they're the loudest people, man. Yeah. And then people were just cracking up because I was just going back and forth with him. And that's good content though yeah so why why shouldn't you talk shit back to him it becomes an inside joke exactly like i just got a comment the other day where somebody was like uh it was that old classic comment of dude you're not black it's like oh my god i had no fucking idea i wasn't dude <laughs> i had no fucking clue i wasn't black i had no fucking idea you dumb shit it, it, I, I checked the girl at a show because she said she asked that during the q a she was like um i have a question why does david think she's black Oh, I what? mean, why does David think he's black? And I'm all like, what the fuck? And I looked at Bart and I'm all like, um, do you not understand that Asians don't grow up only in white neighborhoods and yeah. they can grow up in black neighborhoods or Mexican neighborhoods? And then she was like shocked. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I was like, you fucking idiot. You grew <laughs> up in a black beauty supply store where do you think he learned english yeah that's my first imp- interpretation of english was in a predominantly black neighborhood and it's got, that shit's gonna stick with you same with me like i don't have perfect grammar and i yeah. don't enunciate shit like white folks you know like and this is a big this is a huge fucking improvement from what, what i used to fucking sound like but <laughs> yeah uh but it's it's like you know the whole american experience is different it's regional it's 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 cultural it's there's just so much to it and it there's really it's difficult to act black unless you're an asian guy that grew up uh in a white suburb and all of a sudden you listen to hip hop and then you go extra far with what do yeah. you you know and then on top of that too just to bring it down to earth when you see Asians in Australia and in the UK and they have an Australian UK accent do you say oh what what are you trying to pretend to be so so in that case too would you <laughs> would you prefer that I walk around hello so my name is a David because I grew up in Korea like what the fuck yeah. did you expect hello I'm a job <laughs> today we are cooking with a dog today <laughs> Like what? What do you want Let's from act me? More Asian. Yeah. Like what do you want oh. from me? I understand when there's like a certain level of inauthenticity, right? Yeah. When somebody uh, comes up and they start fronting like they're not who they are, right? Because well, we've seen that before. I've seen it constantly, man. Asian like, guys that grew up in white neighborhoods that think that you know that's really acting black right there. Yeah. Or just trying to be like hood when nobody cares, bro. Yeah. Just be your fucking self. Nobody gives a shit. So I understand that stuff, right? But even – and the fact that that person would even say that I'm quote-unquote talking black or hood or whatever because um, those two words are not synonymous by the way. The, the the annoying thing is is that that alone shows that you never grew up around a single black person because I don't. You know what you I mean? You don't, yeah. I don't. I don't. 
Nope. Like I don't. It's like a, it's like a small little smidge of it, just like a little twang to it. But it's 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 not. So that mm-hmm. that's the odd part when I hear about that shit. This is actually more of like a Sacramento accent. Like Sacramento the, the people speak Vicky, this way. Vicky, she's trying to act black. That girl's gross looking though, man. That bitch, she got she can't close her mouth when she speaks. What the fuck is wrong with her? Oh, how about that? Like she like she always talk like this. Like y'all 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 fucking bitches out there think that y'all tight right here, but I got this ass right here. <laughs> it's like bitch, fucking close your fucking mouth, bitch. What the fuck is going on? Y'all 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 real out here shit, but I'm getting stacks. I'm making that chits real quick. You know what I'm saying? Y'all jealous because I got my nails done and my hair did right now. <laughs> and she's like a mouth breather too. Oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> fucking disgusting, man. I, I don't know if it was her, but another or a white girl that looks like her. But there was this one girl on fucking Twitter right now. It's going around. She's like, I got more fucking pumped than a Glock 9. And that's on a period, bitch. <laughs> that's fucking I was insane. like, what the fuck? I got more pumped than a Glock 9, motherfucker. What yeah, y'all like, about I got more pumped than a Glock 9. And that's on a period, motherfucker. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> people are crazy, man. The internet allows people to be whoever they want because they're just picking and choosing now what neighborhood or whatever they want to rep. Yeah. Because it because before you were a reflection of where you're from. And now it's like, I want to be a reflection of what I see on the internet. Yeah. Like, we're just Sims. Yeah. Literally. Just, people are playing Sims in real life now. That's a good way to put it, dude. Yeah. They are playing fucking Sims. They get to pick and choose their, their character. pretend like a motherfucker. It's so hard to do that, though. I don't understand why people want to do it. I don't know. I feel like it's like, you know, like back in high school, we just... I'm a break dancer today and a skater tomorrow. And then mm, that's right. But it's like kids have the internet and they're doing their high school shit just online. And they just, they haven't been able to grow out of it. Nah. And that's a big part of um like not knowing your identity just to wrap it back to this guy. Yeah. You're probably seeing a lot of stuff that other people are doing and you're not comfortable in your own skin because you're not taking that time to develop who you are and what you want. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing you, the grass is always greener on the other side. So you're seeing what somebody else has. Maybe. And you're saying, oh, they're extroverted. I want that life. But maybe on the other on the other side, maybe you're you're an introvert, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Just rule of thumb is: does do people overwhelm you, and then you need to recharge alone, or do you need to be around people and you thrive? And and so extrovert doesn't mean like you're outgoing and talkative and all that stuff. There are extroverts out there that just like the presence of people. Yeah. I got a buddy who's a hardcore extrovert, but he doesn't talk much and he's kind of shy, but he's got he's always with a ton of friends. Yeah. He's going on vacations with 30 people, like fuck tons of people. But he doesn't say shit. Nah, but he's like loves that energy and he's always out, always doing things. Yeah, man, he's the mouse mouse extrovert is what they call yeah, him. Dude. Mouse they, extrovert. Just, they just stay in the corner and yeah. chill. I know a few people like that. Yeah. Like Ray too? Yeah. Ray is somebody who doesn't talk a lot. Yeah. But Ray is always down to come out and kick it and chill. Hmm. So he's probably like an introvert extrovert too. He's cool being by himself, yeah. but he likes being around people. He might, yeah. That makes sense. All right, guys. Well, that wraps this episode of the Genius Brain uh podcast. We talked a lot about introvert extrovert putting yourself out there how not to be a loser a fucking loser that walks up to girls and basically calls them shit because they don't like asian guys when they really just don't like them as human beings but other than that don't be trash guys be awesome uh be more like me and joe you know what i mean just openly trashy human beings that understand that they're honest (laughs) they're honest honesty is the best of policy (laughs) yeah well you guys can catch us on spotify stitcher itunes remember make sure when you're on itunes give us that five star review because we want to climb climb to the top i do believe that this is one of the best podcasts out there because we could talk about anything and everything and we're here to accompany you every day for the rest of your life we're going to keep doing this
Thank you very much for your loyalty. Yep, and uh, make sure you guys. Uh, I have a personal Patreon, and Joe has his uh, JK News. JK News Patreon. Make sure you guys check that out if you guys want to hear just unfiltered content, and also uh, the Jamalian Academy. Yeah, join JamalianAcademy.com. I might do something on introvert, extrovert too. I think that'd yeah. be great. All right, y'all. See y'all next time.